Welcome to the SG Engage podcast, where it's all social good all the time. Sit back and relax as the brightest minds from across the social good community engage with trends, big ideas, and best practices to help you drive impact. Welcome to this episode of the SG Engage podcast. I'm Steve McLaughlin with Blackboard. Giving Tuesday isn't a new thing, but we still see organizations sometimes struggle to figure out, hey, how do we improve our results? How do we better engage with our supporters? Or or how do we really make the most of Giving Tuesday? And now that we're less than 150 days until Giving Tuesday 2021, which is not as far away as you might think, I wanted to have a real expert on the topic come and join us for the show. Uh, In this episode, we're joined by Sophia Lato. She's a senior principal user experience designer, and she also knows a lot about what it takes to be successful on Giving Tuesday. Welcome to the show, Sophia. Uh, Thanks, Steve. I'm happy to be here. So, you know, we're not going to spend a lot of time explaining Giving Tuesday. A lot of people know what it is. We've covered that in past episodes. But the thing that I really wanted to dive into is more of the the practical, you know, planning and work that organizations can do now in advance of Giving Tuesday. Because even though it doesn't happen until November, there's a lot of things that organizations can start to prepare in advance. So pretend we're we're sitting here by a roaring fire or maybe outside <laughs> near a stream and we've got lots of nonprofit professionals here. And what would you tell them about getting started to planning for their Giving Tuesday 2021? Well, the first thing I would say is to start thinking about some personal stories that you can provide. I think it's important to connect a personal story with real people or a a real person um, with your impact for Giving Tuesday. And I've worked with a lot of organizations in the past, and one of the challenges for them is to find, you know, maybe two or three. It could be somebody that has been impacted directly, um, maybe receiving help from your organization. It could be a volunteer that gets a lot out of volunteering and helping people or even a donor story. So starting to formulate who it is you want to tap to be part of your Giving Tuesday story and your message you'll have to reach out to those people and, you know, of course, get their permission, but also to get some real quotes. And then you want to have really good and engaging imagery. So that's another big struggle. Um, Sometimes I've worked with organizations where, you know, we're racing to get things done and they might ask the the person for images. And it, it, it usually is, challenging because we might get some, you know, poorly lit snapshot. It might be a very low resolution image. And it's important for your imagery to be very engaging and to draw the the recipient of your of your uh, Giving Tuesday communications into that story. The image is going to bring them in initially so you want to have a beautiful photograph. You want to show the person making eye contact. That's really important because eye contact is going to connect that person directly with the feature, with that story. So ideally, 
if you have the budget and if you have the resources, it would be great to have a professional photographer uh, take a picture of those folks. A, a lot of times um, it could be some imagery that may be, you know, somewhere in another country and you don't always have the luxury, but it's always good to really start to plan what that image is going to look like and what kind of stories you want to tell. Yeah. I like that advice. I mean, one thing, you know, practically speaking could be, you know, as an organization, right, we've got, you know, less than 150 days until giving Tuesday. So it's a lot of time where all this stuff can be prepped in advance. So let's say, hey, we're going to, we're going to come up with three personal stories that are part of our Giving Tuesday campaign. One story is about someone who's benefiting from the programs or services that we offer. One story is going to be from a, a staff member or a volunteer or a board member perspective, but somebody who's directly you know, tied to the org. And then story number three is about a donor experience. And like you said, you've got time to put those stories together, to get quotes and those things. And in the case of photography, couldn't agree more. It makes a huge difference. I think we've, we've all seen sort of the, you know, despite the amazing technology and what you can do with a phone or a tablet, we sometimes get photos that are just not that great. And so I've even seen orgs, especially if it's a local story, you know, hey, can we come by on Tuesday and just, you know, take a few snapshots? Or if you're going to be in and around uh, where our office is or something like that, that way you, you as the organization, you know, you can take 5, 10, 15 of the photos in a very short t- period of time. And then you can do the editing and make sure it's, the level of quality that you want to. But again, speaking from the personal side of someone who's, you know, has done a lot of photography in the past, what you can take on a, you know, the latest Android or, or uh, iPhone is pretty amazing. So really you've, you've got the tools in your hands in many cases, literally to do this kind of thing in advance. Yeah, that, that is definitely true. It, it's amazing what, what you can get from using a simple iPhone or, or Android and, if you do have a resource, if, if the you know image is a little dark, you can always make those adjustments, even directly in the iPhone. You can make adjustments to the lighting um, and even sharpen it. So you have a lot of tools at, at your fingertips. So let's take our scenario. Let's keep going here. Let's keep jamming on this topic, right? So we've got three stories we're going to develop. We've got some, some content material. We've got some pull quotes from these three people who are going to be featured in the story. We've got our photos. You know, how should an organization think about, you know, the number of communications they should put together? How important is it for consistent messaging? What would what's the next step here on this journey of of using more personal stories as a part of the campaign? Well, I would also start to think about the strategy and your segmentation. So, you know, you want to think in terms of a lot of times I always kick off a Giving Tuesday campaign with engagement. And I tell a lot of our clients, a lot of our customers that engagement is fundraising. And so you want to, you know, acknowledge Thanksgiving. It's a, it's a great holiday and it's always nice to send a greeting. And, you know, again, we're looking at, you know, a non, the, uh, the nonprofit arena where giving thanks is part of sort of, uh, it's, it's part of the vibe, right? And so think about, you know, who you're going to thank, um, who you want to, uh, who you want to reach out to. So you want to acknowledge the relationship. You want to look at your donors, your volunteers, your staff. So think about that initial engagement and then think about 
your audience? Are you going to be addressing donors specifically? Do you want to acknowledge um, your relationship with them? I think it's really important to do that. You could be reaching out to, you know, staff or volunteers and um, maybe those folks aren't going to get an appeal. Maybe they're not being solicited. So think of another way of getting them on board with your message. So you could, you know, reach out to those folks and ask them to share a Giving Tuesday message um, on their social media with their friends and family and ask them to share uh, uh, to have their friends and family maybe donate. You also want to think about as you start to build your story and it could feature, you know, three stories of people that have impact. Uh, it could be one person that goes through the process of receiving help and then helping other folks themselves, you know, those types of stories. You want to start to think about how that's going to fit into your social media messaging. And uh, it's really key to sort of get <sighs> these segments right. And, you know, segment segmentation is just a fancy word for grouping. And it makes logical sense that you shouldn't message to everybody all in the same way. Hopefully that's not a newsflash to anyone. But even then, I think you make a good point that, you know, you may have certain donor segments, you know, and you may also engage with non-donors, staff or volunteers. And in that case, it may not be asking them to give on Giving Tuesday, but in fact, maybe just, hey, how do we help spread the word? How do we let people know about uh, some of the, the things that we're doing? So it's more informational and reach from that perspective. But the other thing I've always recommended in the past, too, is even within your donors, that there's a bunch of just really straightforward segments to build out of your you know, donors, right? So people who, um, you know, starting with people who have given in the, the past calendar year, in which case you would be asking them, thanking them for making that prior gift. And asking them if they'd be willing to make a, an additional contribution on Giving Tuesday. You could then look at people who make a recurring gift to your organization, either monthly or quarterly. And again, you know, thanking them for being that recurring gift donor and, and why that is so important to the organization. And would they consider making an additional gift as a part of Giving Tuesday? And then you can get into all the other splits, right? Like so people who gave last year but haven't yet given this year. You know, so think things like that that you can certainly get into. You may choose at a certain giving level whether or not you want to, you know, what, what's the ask amount or what you're driving for. And then certainly something we've seen both for year-end giving and on Giving Tuesday as well is is board participation, either through Give Get or uh, it could be, you know, helping them that help spread the message or uh, I've seen other organizations do a goal on Giving Tuesday, right? We're, we're, we have a goal of of X, and our board has made a matching gift pledge that if we achieve that goal, they will the board will match it. Um, you could do the same thing with a with a mid level or major gift donor. Same thing. Hey, we've had uh, this family has is willing to match this dollar amount up to this dollar amount if we reach this goal on Giving Tuesday. So there's a lot of things like that that can certainly be applied here, you know, to, to an overall giving strategy on Giving Tuesday. But it it's all comes back to like what you were saying, that segmentation is so critical. One thing that you did mention is looking at, a, you know, a gift match, right? Again, it's a tall order, you know, raising a certain amount of funds on Giving Tuesday. And so a dollar, you know, a dollar amount 
it may be a maybe a very big you know goal so a lot of a lot of organizations might set a goal of you know 50 donors or 100 donors today and that makes it a lot easier it seems like it, it would be an easier bite to take for folks to say well let me just join in as opposed to looking at let's say for example a $10,000 goal and you're you're only willing to donate you know 50 bucks yeah, um, it looks like you're never going to reach that goal. So, so why bother? So, it's yeah. or it could be number. we want yeah. we want to have we want to add a hundred brand new donors mm-hmm. to the organization. And so, in that case, what you're really hoping for is current supporters and people who really care about what the organization is doing reach out and engage. So, you're right. There's a bunch of ways that you could you could set a goal that does not always have to be some financial achievement. It could be donors. Could be new donors could be donor specific type, right? Like we're really focusing on adding monthly donors. And so we're going to try and add 200 monthly donors on Giving Tuesday or something like that. Yeah, absolutely. I, I think, again, in, in some in some respect, you know, if you're a small organization and you don't have a big list, right? Um, your list could be 5,000 or less than 10,000. Then the slicing and dicing might be, you know, a really, you know, big burden. And you can simplify it just a little bit and just say, let's just acknowledge who, who our current donors are, who our prospective donors, and then who our staff and volunteers are. Um, so you may, you know, keeping that simple um, will also help you keep everything streamlined. Um, if you do choose to have a goal, it's always good to maybe throughout the day update folks that have not donated yet um, where you are with that goal. You could send out a couple of emails, you know, maybe one midday, one at the end of the day to say, you know, we're close, you know, help us reach that goal. Um, If you don't have a goal, it's always important to send a second email. If you send an email out giving Tuesday morning, I've found that, uh, you know, across multiple nonprofits that I've worked with, the second email in the afternoon, sometime around four o'clock, not quite end of business day when folks are maybe still at work. Um, and reminding them, you know, hey, make that donation for Giving Tuesday for folks that haven't given. And typically, the second email will bring more revenue in. We've used a technique where we're, we make that second email look like it's been forwarded either from an important person at the organization or better yet, it always is a nice touch to have the forwarded email come from the person who was featured in that story. So it looks like it's a, a real personal touch. You, you've seen my story. I'm going to remind you, hey, have you seen this story? I want, I want you to you know, consider donating today on Giving Tuesday. Yeah, I think it's also important that you, know, you don't have to wait until Giving Tuesday. The reality is, you know, when you think about a year-end campaign that really could start in October and build up through October into November, into December, so that the first time supporters are hearing from you isn't on Giving Tuesday, that they've heard from you previously, um, but you're sort of doing a build up to it. And that's something I've seen a lot more organizations do in recent years too. Any any thoughts or advice on that? Usually I, I always try to you know think in terms of engagement prior to Giving Tuesday. So again, looking at that Thanksgiving, but if you are looking for an appeal, I would say, you know, keep it, keep it maybe more than four four weeks away from that Giving Tuesday ask, or you might want to, you know, have a soft ask, you know, sometime in October, 
I, I always think about Giving Tuesday as being the kickoff to end of year fundraising. So that's always sort of the start. Thanksgiving all the way through to New Year's where you start with Giving Tuesday and then you start to build your momentum going through December and then having that last push at the end of the year where you might send a couple of emails on the last couple of days of the year to, to make, make sure people are reminded to give. Um, so I always look at it in terms of Giving Tuesday sort of the starting gun and then you're you're running through to the end of the year because that is when a lot of folks are you know really starting to think about end of year giving. So yeah, I I wouldn't go too close to to a Giving Tuesday ask because there are going to be more appeals following. But think in terms again of engagement and really building that relationship and that goodwill with your constituents before you hit them with these hard asks moving towards the end of the year. That's that's really good advice. You know, one of the things I've said for a year is Giving Tuesday is always followed by Thank You Wednesday. <laughs> what are some things that you could recommend to organizations, again, things they can plan now well in advance of what to do the day after our Giving Tuesday, either to, to share the results, share the impact, or continue that level of engagement. What would you recommend? So I love Thank You Wednesday. And the way that I like to approach a thank you is think of entertaining your donors. What can you provide them visually or something simple and appealing as a thank you that will that will delight them? So um, thinking of an interesting, maybe an infographic or, you know, some imagery with a really nice thank you message. But think in terms of entertainment as opposed to just a one-off thank you. What do you think would make your constituents um, really be interested in what their impact is, how their money is used, but how can you how can you show them that? in an interesting and fun way. Um, uh, In the past, we've done some um, animated GIFs where we're showing, you know, a result, maybe it's, uh, you know, building a pie chart or or some interesting, you know, how many states uh, has your impact made in building, building the states lighting up. You know, just think of something out of the box that might be fun and entertaining. It It could even be, it could even look like a scrapbook, you know. Here, here's what's been done for the year. This is what your, this is what your donations are going to be going towards next year or this year. You know what I mean? So, again, think in terms of what would be fun. You know, it could even be, even a comic. You know, a comic strip uh, if you have those resources. But something that's really going to entertain your 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 constituents would be great. Yeah, and like you said, it could be a follow-up as well from some of the people who were part of those stories mm-hmm. and that content can all be prepped in advance, ready to go, you know, that kind of thing. So yeah, I, I think that's a, it's a wise approach too. Other advice you would give to organizations who maybe be, um, they haven't had as much success on Giving Tuesday in the past, or maybe they've done it in the past, but they feel like it's, it may have flattened out a bit. How do, how do you, would you recommend, sir, maybe they think about reinvigorating what they're doing on Giving Tuesday this year? Well, I would say first thing is maybe do an analysis of 
what you've done in the past and, you know, think about, you know, are you telling a good story? Have you been uh, consistent with your messaging? So sometimes, you know, as you do a campaign, an email campaign, you really have to support that with other communications. So you can do retargeting on Facebook and Instagram. Again, you're doing posts. So you have folks that are following you. You can also consider, you know, building an audience of website visitors using a Facebook pixel and reaching out to those folks. So broadening broadening your audience to maybe folks that aren't on your email list. And then look at the consistency of the message from start to finish, you know, is your subject line strong? Do you have pre-header text that supports that subject line that's going to draw somebody in? Was your photography good? Um, was your story good? Was it engaging? How many emails have you sent out? Um, you know, for some organizations with really large lists where their constituents are used to receiving a lot of communications, you could have, you know, a Cyber Monday, Giving Tuesdays, and a thank you, and, uh, you know, and a Thanksgiving greeting. For other organizations, sometimes it's just as simple as a Thanksgiving greeting and two emails on Giving Tuesday. So, you know, and, and then look at, you know, how many appeals have they gotten prior to Giving Tuesday? You know, did you have an appeal in September? Maybe a lot of folks gave already from your list, you know, so it could be timing as well. Let me think what else. Uh, you can you can consider um, looking at the stories. Um, there was um, a client of mine that decided to focus on you know it, it was um, Canine Companions for Independence. They had a Black Lab Friday as opposed to Giving Tuesday, and they decided to mix it up a little bit and um, you know focus on a different day so that they were not part of the noise of Giving Tuesday. Yeah, you are competing with a lot of people, so there's going to be some inundation there. Yeah, no, completely agree. Uh, Sophia, thanks for joining us on the show, and uh, maybe we'll have you back just before the official reel Giving Tuesday 2021 for some other reminders and tips and tricks and, and helpful things. But really appreciate you joining us today. Well, thank you so much, and yeah, we'd love to come back and, and talk about more Giving Tuesday advice. I have, I have plenty of things to talk about. Awesome. Thanks. That's it for this episode of the SG Engage podcast. This episode is brought to you by the letter G. Thanks for listening.